Bum. It feels like the camera's pointed at my nuts. Hold on. Done. Hey, welcome to uh, another episode of Fourth Stringers. Dude, so consistent. So cons- The consistency is fire, dude. The consistency is like some real nice Elmer's glue that you just got out the box. Like the real white glue. The one that like you use to like bunch up with your fingers and then like peel off like second skin all day in class and the next thing you know it's the end of the day you're heading back home and you're playing whatever shitty n64 playstation system that you had cheers you know the deal just drinking excess coffee for no reason that's the way to live that's the way to live your life dude especially in new york you just drink coffee for no reason I feel like everybody does. That. Everybody I know does that. They just constantly drinking coffee, and it's always ice too. It doesn't matter that it's fucking uh, winter. You're always drinking iced coffee out here. Is it like a thing? I don't know. I feel like I get swept up in that. I never used to drink coffee. I never, I never used to drink coffee. I never used to eat bagels either. It all just started happening when I was like 16 out of nowhere. Like, I had my first bagel. My mom brought home my first bagel. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, bread and it's cream cheese. And I'm like, what the fuck is cream cheese? And I ate it. And I remember I would eat, like, three bagels a day. Like, I felt like I had to catch up on everybody else on bagels. And I tried every single bagel, every single fucking spread of it. Oh, my God. That's all. Because bagels were fucking, like, a dollar. Dollar twenty five when I was like sixteen, seventeen. So I would just eat those all day. I never had that problem where I was like asking people for like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, yo, dude, you could eat a bagel and buy in Arizona and you're fine. There's literally like a bagel store. Like, there's a deli that makes um, bag like that has a toaster and has bagels there. Like on every corner in Queens. That's why Queens is the best. Like we used to have. There was this Asian dude. Now, my, like, best friend growing up was Korean, so, like, we had the in, you know, for, like, Korean, Korean, like, stores and stuff. My friend comes up to them, like, oh, anasseo, uh, um, <laughs> some of that was Korean. I know I said hi in Korean just now, but he would, he would say some shit, and then, uh, and then me, me and my friend John, we'd, like, shit, like, wave our hands, bow, and say, ah, anasseo, and they would love that shit. And it was like a choreographed dance. And we would come in, we'd woo them, we'd charm them, and then we'd get like, they'd be like, yeah, just whatever, just like dollar twenty-five for a bagel whenever you come in. And they knew us. Those are the days. Those are the days when you could just literally live off a bagel. I can't do that now. I wish I could do that now. I feel like it's so hard, like, especially, oh my God, my, I feel like my body's so fucked up from these antibiotics. Oh, God. Like, training is so much harder. But, I mean, I just got to keep going. I feel like I'm not thinking about, like, oh, I got to take more breaks. Like, it's just harder to get up and go to training. But it's, like, whatever. Like, just go, right? But whatever. Like, I feel like I have to push myself more in these times when I'm not, um, when I don't feel like training. But it's so hard to do, but, you know, inherently that's going to make you better because you have to, like, run headfirst into what is hard to do, you know? And, like, like, for example, just 
scheduling i don't know fuck man i just have this constant anxiety i'm sure it, it resonates with a lot of people who like are trying to make money doing what they love as opposed to like having like an i don't know i feel like having a nine to five is so hard but it's also so easy you know what i mean like it's like you you do that there's a linear path to success it looks like like you know i i do this for five years i get a raise like there's job security in my job like i can invest in stocks and like you know like well the 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 coronavirus really threw a wrench into that so it kind of show goes to show like as much as you think that's a stable way to live and like a good way to like make your nut like there's still things that will like throw a monkey wrench in your plans and like ultimately is it better off you're just using your time using your like going towards your passions and maybe like fucking up and failing and stuff like that or do you think it's easier to just like save yourself all the stress kind of like get a job go from like stable job to stable job and then like you know like secure yourself in an area of business that will like thrive for the coming years like that's future proof i don't know I don't even know if I could function like that. Like, you know what? Like, I look at happiness in a job as, like, something that comes outside of the job. Like, I feel like I could be happy doing whatever job that I had to do. But, like, I'd imagine there are just some jobs that cause so much misery. Like, uh, I'm sure it feels great to be, like, a medical practitioner, right? But then, like, in these days of, like, coronavirus and stuff, this seems like some of the most traumatic kind of like this is the most traumatic time to be like a nurse or whatever like or a doctor or a physician whatever like you're 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 going through a pandemic like there's no faking the amounts of dead bodies that are piling up or the 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 amount of people that are dying that just shouldn't it shouldn't they shouldn't be dying like normally they shouldn't be dying like it's just a heightened sense like on top of like people just dying around you like there's also that heightened sense of anxiety it's like a worldwide game of tag we're playing like <clears throat> coronavirus is fucking everywhere right but uh, like i said it's like a worldwide game of tag it's like you hear some people oh shit they got caught like we're running from base to base and coronavirus is tagging some of your friends as you're running it's crazy i mean what what are, what else are we supposed to do other than like the 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 common theme that i hear going around is just like live your life right but um it's like people are making you feel guilty for just trying to live your life because uh, like your activities aren't exactly the most um like the safest things to do right now so i mean i guess these days it just comes with that extra like weight of that carries into like all your decisions there's like a invisible weight that you have to tack on to every decision that isn't just locking down and and staying socially distanced from everybody because whenever you post a story or anything like that of like you partying or you doing something i'm sure there's somewhere in the back of your mind like if you're posting you guys training or whatever there's somewhere in the back of your mind it's like oh yeah there's a pandemic but you know like yeah there's a pandemic but it's like in the beginning i was like there is no but yeah it's just yeah there's a pandemic like i can't I, th there's no substituting i can't like um make an excuse as to why i would be uh training or anything like that because I, I don't understand what's going on right now but um 
as we're going along, like I said this a while ago, it's like we as humans, we just get used to things like it, it, it happens in all the horror movies and shit like that, like zombie movies, apocalypse movies, like humans are at the top of the food chain because we're the most adaptable creatures on Earth. So I wouldn't be surprised if there comes like a virus and we just adapt to it. You know, it just becomes our reality and we just, you know, there's no, and, and that's exactly what happened. But should it have been more deadly and we saw that, then maybe we would have adapted to it like more strictly or something like that. Because it's crazy that if you want me to believe, all right, listen, if you want me to believe that this is from nature and you're telling me that suddenly nature is going to like try to murder us without us having some sort of defense from like years millions and billions of years millions and billions of years of evolution like in my immune system that it can't keep up with nature then and you're telling me that like I can't fight that off as a young healthy adult then it has to be lab made right you know like something like fucking like man made like gas like what was that fucking guy he made like mustard gas or some shit like that there was a there was a guy who came up with like <clears throat> he came up with the 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 hopper method to extract um nitrogen from the air and that's like a that that same guy invented like the gas that ended up killing a lot of people during World War 2 like a lot of a lot of the people like a lot of Jewish people during the Holocaust like he was like uh nominated for like a nobel peace prize while being wanted for war crimes because of how um how important that innovation was of getting nitrogen from the air it allowed like farmers to grow cop crops at an uh, alarming rate so like where the fuck was i going with that um yeah so <clears throat> like i was saying this shit has to be lab made if anything because how are you gonna tell me that it developed that quickly and it jumped to us that quickly without it being lab made like from what i understand wuhan is like a college town there's like a bunch of college kids over there i mean a while ago it was clocked that uh they had like shitty protocol and they've let out other viruses before so like you're telling me a fucking flea market caused this like i don't know like what like a bat took a shit on a pangolin and then somebody ate it. Somebody just spit roasted that pangolin and then made pangolin soup without cleaning the shit off of it or something. Or like, what really ha What happened? Was it like a turducken? They made a turducken out of the fucking. Uh, they were like, let me get the pangolin, let me get the bat, and I'm gonna stuff one into the other one, and it's gonna be like a sixty-nine of both, and you get to eat. You get to pick which side. Like, is that it? Is that it? Then I'm not going to get that mad. Because I remember Simple Jeff was telling me about the time he ate a flying fox. And, um, I mean, I could see, like, if you're hungry, like, you just, and you're out there, you don't have, like, Wi-Fi or anything. You just eat anything that moves just out of curiosity, right? You just, like, ask your parents or the elders around, like, yo, will this kill me? And they're like, nah, I don't think so. Like, does it kill stuff with venom? And you're like, no, no, this sort of just, like rip stuff apart and they're like okay then it should be good to eat i mean that's that's like a good i just put two and two together that seems like a good way to like determine whether or not like is it bright colored it's not bright colored 
all right, so just eat it. That looks good. Like, so, like, I mean, I'd probably try a pangolin, and I wouldn't even know any better. I wouldn't know, like, oh, this is going to get, this is linked to, like, SARS-2. This is, like, how the swine flu started. And I'm, I don't know that. I'm just, like, a hungry human being. Like, like I said, we're so adaptable. Like, you put me in the forest, in the jungle, I'll eat whatever. Like, they have people... I don't know if you've ever seen that show, Naked and Afraid, or or Alive. Alive was a good one. Oh, Alive was fire. It's like they put, like, 12 people who thought they were big shit and into the, the wilderness, like, legitimately, like, no... Like, like, basically, they could only take stuff that they could carry, and they're supposed to survive. Whoever survives the longest wins, like, a million dollars. So they don't know when other people drop out or whatever, and you're allowed to call in whenever, like like to get rescued if you want to quit and you have a camera with you and shit and these people were just out there no communication just like there's like bears and like elk around and like the winter was the worst of it all and you just look at like damn dude they were sending like fucking purple belts of like camping out there it was like uh it was like I, i don't even know how to explain it it was like 10 it, it it'll give it'll give off their um their resume of shit they've done and it'll be like five years of boy scouts like oh he's been training he's been outdoors since he was a child uh yeah his dad took him bow hunting this guy really loves nature and and like the it was like it it was crazy dude like there there would be people like literally starving before your eyes like alive was a good show I don't even know how I got to there. Well, anyways, happy holidays. The New Year's coming up. I hope you guys have like some sort of plan for the New Year's. Uh, I, I There's people who subscribe to the idea that there's no difference from one year to the other. It's just one day, same shit. This is the next day, whatever. Like, I don't think that's not a good way to look at it. Like, If you could see it as a reset and then really use that and like really reset your life like oh like i'm gonna try at least try like i don't get mad at people for making new year's resolutions at least they're trying dude like what if one year it happens you know i'm sure that's happened to me like the thing is you just need shame to back it up this is a very much a recurring theme on the podcast you need to shame people shame is the most effective way to get people to change or react you know like it's like there's a saying that goes, if you don't pressure somebody, they do what they want to do. But if you pressure somebody, you get to make them do what you want them to do. So, like, if I'm trying to shame you into a better life, I think that is, like, a good thing. Like, I need my team to shame me into better jujitsu. Like, they'll shame me <laughs> into better habits. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm fat, they're going to shame me. That shit works, dude. Like, I, I don't, I don't like want to just get away with being like a half-ass athlete like i don't want to have half-ass training sessions i don't want to be considered like a not a hard worker and it's good when you have people around you who you value their opinion and they're like they're very very much there to tell you like hey i'm disappointed in you (laughs) that shit will change you that shit will change you from fat to skinny i'm telling you right now i was very unfortunate to be cursed by oreos I have the mark of the Oreo on me. And like, <clears throat> I can't do anything about it. I just eat. I've just been devouring them since the double stuff came out. So, my brother, 
the only way to break the curse he's just shamed me my entire life into like dude i was going through fat puberty do you know what fat puberty is fat puberty is like you don't get puberty like a normal person you know like i feel like fat kids go from like they don't get like teenage years like they go from like small short fat kid to like middle-aged man you know and thank god i lost the weight because my brother was shaming me and then i had like a late puberty like i was able to go through puberty because i lost the weight because if not i was just gonna jump straight to middle-aged man you know now i I feel like i have a normal trajectory now but you see people like i have people in uh in high school who were just absurdly fat and then you know they just sprouted a goatee and now you're like this 28 year old looking guy at 21 you know or like even when they're 16 like they they go through they finish going through their puberty and now they just look like some middle-aged dude like what are you supposed to do with that that fucking sucks more coffee more coffee more coffee more coffee more coffee Uh. yeah so more power to you if you're going through some new year's resolution shit make a vision board do something weird do something that'll make you look at it every fucking day. I, I write in my shower. I, you know how, like, it gets fogged up on, like, if you have glass sliding door or something like that, like a glass door, you can write on it, and it pops up every time the the uh, shower gets steamed up. So I wrote some encouraging words on there, but it's been hard with the staff, man. I don't feel the same. I don't want to use it as a fucking crutch. It's been, like, what? I've only been, like get to train for like five days something like that oh but still man fucking sucks i want to do more it's such a struggle like now are the days where like i have to gather my wits and like commit to the dream because it's not as easy to chase it right now um uh, i'm sure everybody goes through these struggles but it's good to like get it out and listen back to it like, I know I'm stronger than this. It's just, you get stuck in a rut sometimes where it's like, it's so hard to get out of bed, man. Not even just out of bed, just getting to training and, like, making the most out of it. Putting your brain, becoming mindful, going through the techniques. I feel like I'm waking up all over again during training. Like, I'm I'm just training myself to be more mindful right now, to get my head in the moment and make the right decisions for the moment and not get hurt do everything i can do to put myself in a position not to get hurt ultimately like as long as i could keep doing jujitsu i could keep getting better my main goal isn't to win it's just don't get hurt and learn along the way you know defense is so cool i always tell like the people who are like lower belt than me that the whole thing like if you want to get good at jujitsu and smooth at jujitsu you have to try to look cool all right like you can't Okay, like, you can't let things look like they phase you, all right? You have to be calm, cool, and collected. From what I've gathered from doing this martial art for, the like, uh, as long as I've done it, I've clocked in a lot of mad hours. It's not just, like, five or six years of training, you know? It's, like, every day, like, training, being on the mats as much as possible and, like, really soaking in the culture and stuff like that. I think... 
a really good way to get good at jujitsu is to just try and look as cool as possible. Because cool people, they don't overextend themselves. They don't do movements that are too exaggerated. They don't try too hard for anything. And that's kind of what you need for really smooth and buttery jujitsu. You need to look fucking cool. You need to do things that are cool. Like you need to pick your shots at the right moment. You need to look like you knew what the fuck was going on the whole time. And if somebody's like frantically trying to leg lock you there's nothing more demoralizing than somebody just like giving them their foot looking them in the eye and like just or like almost just giving them their foot and looking like nothing's phasing them like you could be pulling their foot as hard like trying to rip their ankle from the leg and like they could just give you these dead eyes like yeah are you done yet like that's my favorite thing in the world to see and the best is pa- uh, paul Lumiao. The Meow Brothers. They never give an inch. It's like they're reciting Bible verses in their head as they're getting like knee barred or something like that. They just had no emotion. And people like that who can just like, who are hyper flexible and uh, have no fear of like getting broken or anything like that. Like those are the kind of people you got to choke. That's why the choke is king. Because like you'll put a dude like that out and at least he'll be out and that'll cost them the match like you could bend that guy's knee back and he he won't tap and like keep a poker face on and what do you got to do you, you got to keep fighting you know so ultimately i think like good advice for like lower belts is just try to look a little cooler be a little more calmer get get your moves down a little like sharper by just trying to look cool you know is it that hard like, imagine you had a girl watching you, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go hard, because if you go hard, you might look stupid. You might you might get off-balanced. You might get swept, you know? All because you were going too hard. You might get hurt. But if you're trying to be cool, Mr. Smooth, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, I got swept, but, like, I was looking cool the whole time before that, you know? Like, I'm getting swept because I'm going for cool-ass moves. I'm going for calculated rolling kimuras or some shit like that like what's wrong with that all right there's nothing wrong with that this is not if like you have like oh i like like yeah i (laughs) maybe if your goal is to keep top you gotta look dumb a little bit like (laughs) flailing all over the place and posting but like try to look cool for the most part all right don't don't let them see you struggle don't let them see you sweat you know that's like that that that's that's cool. I feel like martial arts is about being reserved sometimes, being able to control your emotions, being able to to like yeah, to dictate the pace. And and like say you can't even dictate the pace of the match, you can always dictate yourself and your emotions and how you're reacting to the things that are being presented to you. Are you going to are you going to react to them emotionally or are you going to react to them with a cool, calm, calculated mind? Cuz at a certain point you kind of know the answer basically to all reactions in jujitsu because a lot of it is is recycled you keep going into the same fucking sequences a lot of the time you're gonna you're gonna find it happening as you get better and better at jujitsu you you run through the same sequences it feels like deja vu and the reason you can't break out of them is because you're not looking at them objectively enough with like self-awareness and to enough to be like okay here's what's happening every fucking time let me find something to put the brakes on this and and switch the the direction of where this role is going where this sequence is going and there's literally unlimited things unlimited weight shifts unlimited movements like unlimited things you could do with your body unlimited avenues you can take with jujitsu that can like help you um 
switch the direction of wherever this move or whatever's going. That's why it's so interesting. That's why it'll never get old to me. And like as I get older, my options will get more limited. But I'm sure the like how it's ever expanding with like the universe is ever expanding. I'm sure there's new movements that I haven't thought of that I'm sure I could do as I get older. It's going to be real interesting. I got to start developing my old man jujitsu. Where I just hold on to you and say bad jokes. Get you to laugh and then do a quick pass. That's how I, that's the jujitsu I need. That shit is fuego. Um, what else? Air fryers. I'm sure everyone's going to like that air fryer rant. Because I saw, I, it, the, 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 the show goes on. I'm wondering if everybody's going to, yo, like, so unemployment benefits just expired for everybody, right? So isn't it, doesn't that mean like everybody's going to be broke again, like even more so? Like nobody was getting paid. And then like wedding season is coming up. I just got invited to a wedding. Shout out my two friends who are getting married. I'm not going to say their name. I don't know if there's whatever. But shout shout out to them. I don't want to have to give them an air fryer, <laughs> re-gift an air fryer. I gotta find a. I need to go to like UFC Farmingdale or some shit and get a job. Like I would love to be like a personal trainer or something. Go go somewhere where physical fitness is like the culture. The problem with having like regular jobs is like you're gonna get shamed for being fit. Everyone's gonna like try to tempt you with shit. It's just harder to keep that up with people who aren't like like minded in their goals and stuff like that. So, like, working in a regular job is sort of, like, just heading headfirst into temptation, where it's, like, here are all these other people, like, with average goals in the fitness area of their life, and it's, like, making it seem like there's other things that are more important, where it's, like, oh, like, they're focused on their career, their relationships, their families, like, maybe I should do that, too. It makes you question your own path, but don't. If you have a job, don't. Don't do that. Stick to your passion. Stick to your path. That's why you're listening to this with fourth stringers. Like, that's the whole point of this. It's like we keep grinding until we make our passion, whatever it may be. Like, hopefully you can bring that to the forefront of your life and make that whatever, like, your main way to make money. Or whatever it is you want to do. Whatever level you want to reach of your passion. Like, you just keep training with the best. One day will be the best, hopefully. Uh, so, hopefully 2021's kinder to all of us. Um, I'm happy with what happened with Fourth Stringers. We had a great uh, run at APAS. Um, I don't know. There was so much that happened this year. APAS was really like the main story arc, I feel like, though. <laughs> what a beautiful I can't wait to reflect on that as I'm as I'm older and stuff. I know these are the good old days. I still I look back fondly on like things that happened not too long ago like I'm real lucky. I'm real lucky I'm able to make these memories and I have nothing but you guys all the people supporting me to thank for that. So thank you guys. Um yeah. It's been nice. It's been a fun ride. So hopefully we can keep doing this. Um I'm really looking forward to 2021. Hope you guys are all too. Take care. Peace. Bum.